When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 8.52 now. It's eight minutes till 9 o'clock. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Hurt at work, Dave Bielke goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials, go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. We should go with Tom and Bob there because I think you know, there is a Bob and Tom in Indianapolis. Even though Tom, oh, excuse me, Bob retired, they still call it the Bob and Tom show. So we're going to change ours to the Tom and Bob show. What do you think, Sanny? Whatever you'd like to do, it's your show. How about Sanny and Barney? What do you think? <laughs> Barney. Hey, Barney. I was called Barney the whole time I was uh, a teenager and a young man. Everybody really? called me Barney. Well, because of Barney Fife, that's why I was. Oh. Barnard, Barney, get it? I Who love was the Barnard. guy that said Bernard? A Bernard. God, who, that's right. They, they were toy, they were. Oh, was that? It was in the uh, at the Empress Theater in North Minneapolis, and I was wearing my basketball jersey that had my name on the back of it. So all <laughs> of the <clears throat> Tevins in the world. Bernard, the whole movie. That's that's a uh, <laughs> black people love to like use whatever you're wearing. Oh yeah, to talk a little crap to you, like oh you bet you think you're special over there in your little blue and gray jacket, don't you? Well, yeah, tell you what, yes, those you pants do. pants were nice twenty years ago. Right, <laughs> I've heard it. Believe me. So, Sanny, what's the yeah. latest? Well, you know, it's rare because I came to Minnesota in 1984 to cover the Vikings for mm-hmm. the Star Tribune. Then I went to be a columnist at the Pioneer Press. Rarely have I looked forward to a game as much as Sundays because I want to know, like many Viking fans, is he a one-game wonder or Ooh. is he a savior for this team? Joshua Dobbs. I mean, he's the offensive player of the week. couldn't have a better week than this guy has had. You know, That's NASA true. reached out yep. to him. They, uh, you know, they called him the Pastronaut, and they, uh, <laughs> you know. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a nickname somebody pinned on him, the Pastronaut, because they're into the fact that he's a rocket scientist or, an, you know, aerospace engineer. So he's, uh, you know, he's probably the top-ranked quarterback at NASA. So it just it's a great story. And actually, Tom, there were two great stories this week, and I'm wondering if you talked – to one half of the other great story, who's a good friend of yours, Louis okay. Nanny. I just talked to him last night, as a matter of fact. Uh, Catherine and I talked to Louis, talked to Tino and Michelle. 
Uh, very, very proud. Grandfather and father and mother. Is Louis still, you know, he's got to still be living the glory of, not only did he watch his grandson score his first goal as a Wild, he was the TV analyst. I mean, what yes. could be better? And the line Louis had about, I saw him <laughs> score his first goal. Yeah, when he was a mighty might at like three, or whatever the heck they are. AJ, what are they when they're like tiny, when they're toddlers just starting out? They're, yeah, it, mites is like the smallest one. And then there's okay. like squirts and peewees and bantams and stuff like that. Mighty mites, and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. In, in hockey, like the nanny family, some, you know, when you, you get the teething ring as a kid, they probably just gave him a hockey puck to gnaw on. <laughs> you know what I love about Louie Nanny the most? Because Louie and I have been friends now for, God, 40 years probably, something like that. Yeah. His whole family just magnificent people. Everybody in that nanny family is just a wonderful person. Well, except for mm-hmm. Tito. He's terrible, but yeah, no. But one thing I love about <laughs> Louie is when he gets whipped up about that stuff. I said, so, Louie, what's up? Well, Jesus Christ, I'm in uh, Buffalo right now. I'm going to go to Las Vegas, and I'm coming back there, and then I'm going to go to Florida, and then I'm going to go back to me. He gave me his whole itinerary for the next <laughs> month. That boy's always on the move. Yeah, but he, he, I don't know him nearly as well as you do, but he's a great guy. Great and guy. I, the only disappointment I have in Tino is that his pizzeria closed. I know. I loved his pizza. I know, right there on Highway 7. Yeah, the man can make a pie. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tino and I are really, really good friends. As a matter of fact, we're going to get together and have a little dinner in the next couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. But, yeah, a little, uh, the little Letieri. Vinny Letieri scored his first Vinny. goal. as a, Vinny Letieri scored his first goal as a, uh, as a member of the Wild. That, what a great story. Well, you know, I remember I, I met him in high school because this goes way back, obviously, when my daughter was in high school and she was working for Fox Sports North doing high school stories and oh, interviews sure. yeah and i met him a great kid i mean he really was just a nice kid and i'm i'm thinking at the time oh, sammy it certainly wouldn't do so bad if you you know <laughs> you started dating old Vinny, good looking italian kid there yeah one of my favorite things about going to the nanny household or the latieri household because that's the two spots they get together at and marty shows up and louie and you got tino and you got all the women and you got everybody there and all the rest of it you don't get a lot of words in I will tell you that they they have a couple of a couple of cocktails and it's let me tell you the eighty fifth story. <laughs> Great well, family. A, now there's another story that they could add. Yes. Well, I want to know, Bob, how far down the rabbit hole of trying to get your daughter to marry into the nanny family did you get? Did you <laughs> offer like did you offer them a cow or anything like that? Is like the dowry? Payment? No, yeah. it never got. I just was thinking because I went oh, okay. with her. I said, boy, she could do worse. (laughs) Vinny just got married. You know that, right? This summer? Vinny did? Yeah, he did. Went to the wedding. Well, Sam did too. They'd have to be the second for each then. That's right. Yeah, both get divorced. That'd be unbelievable. Still holding on to hope. Good Italian kid. So is Vinny Scoring some goals, making some dough? You yep. need Vinny's uh, goal scoring to rub off on Kirill Kaprizov because he's still struggling. Correct? Isn't I've saw that he's off to like his slowest start of his career for a season. Yeah, well, I know they're off to they lose four to one to the Rangers. Ooh. Meantime, the team who expected the Timberwolves to win four in a row, they're on fire. Yeah. So we got Victor Wembanyama tonight, first game of the in yep. season tournament. Well, we'll see what winds up happening with this team. We'll, uh, I mean, it's, it'd be great if they could give people some, some interest this winter to be excited. Yeah, about. It, that's true. From, from people who've seen them, there won't be much excitement on your gopher basketball team. 
There hasn't been in about 75 years now, but other than that. No, I shouldn't no. say that. It was probably about 50 years, though. I think no, was... I mean, Clem had, I mean, he did have that Final Four team. Yeah, he that's did. That's been erased yep. from the record books. Yep. Because Why was that again? They... Uh, that, you know, the cheating scandal. Oh, All that's these right. guys, yeah. what did they do? Okay, they turned in some papers on the women's menstrual cycle. Who doesn't do that? I have done it. I mean, this is what's amazing about it. Why don't you think and turn something in? Instead of just, you're going through a list of things you could turn in that aren't yours. You pick the women's menstrual cycle <laughs> and you're, you're a college men's basketball player. What was her name again, the woman that turned them all in? Uh, God, oh, I can't. I'm just talking about her yesterday. Can't remember I could picture her, her. Yeah, yeah. It'll come to me in a matter of moments. So all works out to, end. Or AJ will find it in a matter of moments. Oh. There you go. Oh, look, at he puts you to work. Do you see that? Look at yeah. What do you think of that action? So, I guess somebody needs to, you know. Somebody's got to go. Go for his cheating scandal and uh, and Jan, whistleblower. Is it Jan something? Jan Gangelhoff. Jan Jan Gangelhoff. There we go. We did it, yeah, Bob. I have it right here. It's Jan Gangelhoff. Uh, JJ, there you go. AJ, you're late to the party. Oh. Wait. <laughs> AJ, you're useless. Sorry, where were you? I, I think <laughs> I found it. Jan Gangelhoff. I think it's Jan she Gangelhoff. She allegedly had a, uh, a a thing with was it Rush Archambeau? He, remember him? He yeah, was sure. A player on that team, so it's the yep. terrific player. But anyway, I do remember. Those were the days. Were they? They were. They really were. Bobby Jackson, heck of a player. When I was a young boy, man, there was no bigger Gopher basketball fan than me, I'll tell you that. That's where my, my love of watching Kevin McHale started. Well, it also probably because the, the first game you probably watched was when they played Ohio State, and there was that barn burner oh of a brawl. Hey, I like this sport. They had a slugfest out on the basketball court. I'll never forget it. Yep. That was some, what was that guy's name again? He was a really nice guy. He was for one, the Gophers or for the, for the Gophers. Ohio State? Well, there were a number of Luke. Well, was it Luke? Uh, Rittenauer? Not Luke Rittenauer. No. He was there. No, he's a young black man in America today. What the hell was his name again? A great guy. AJ. Jan Gangelhoff. Jan Gangelhoff. That's so his I'm name. Seeing, yeah, Gophers brawl with, uh, with Ohio State. But they uh, had a brother that was famous too. Winfield was on that team too. I yeah, think. that's what I'm talking about. Winfield. Oh, you're talking about Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield. Yep, that's right. who was on there. Yeah, AJ, forget it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm seeing Dave I'm Winfield through my searches, and then uh, by the way, I found that one from earlier. Jan Gangelhoff. Oh, you found one. that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm gonna write that up, down. Glad to come hear up it. with her name. Thanks. Yeah, of course. Glad to hear you found that one. Sure, wasn't Corky Taylor. Oh, Corky Taylor. I remember Corky Taylor. He I was, was on that team, I believe. Huge. Yep. Part of that brawl. Huge fan of that basketball team back in the day, man. University of Minnesota was wonderful. Jim Dutcher was the coach, wasn't he, at that time? No, Musselman was the coach. Oh, Musselman was. Okay, just a little bit and, after. And Dutcher Dutch. came later. Yeah, just a little before before Dutcher, yeah. Dutcher, unfortunately, he had the uh, he had the Mitch Lee team where, remember, oh, there was right. the, Mitch Lee was acquitted that night. I was at that game that night. He had a champagne glass shaved in the side of his head. I remember. To celebrate. I remember. That was not a good idea. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good idea. It might have been a good luck, but it wasn't a good idea. It was not a good idea. No question about it. So what else is going on in sports, Sanny? Well, I mean, the, really the big story this weekend is your Minnesota Vikings. It's certainly not your Gophers. Yeah. No, it's not um, the Gophers. And we'll see. I mean, Jefferson's not coming back yet, but he's – they got him the window, or the, they call it the portal, is open. We'll yeah. see what happens yep. with that. And I, I really, I mean, I, I hope Joshua Dobbs does well because it's a great story. But 
I do want to see something of Jaron Hall. And for yeah. that to happen, Dobbs has to either get hurt or be miserable. And I don't think uh, Hall's out of the concussion protocol yet anyway. But it'd be nice to see what he actually can do for an entire game mm-hmm. so they know what they have. No, I understand. It just Right now, Bob, I mean, thank God the Vikings did uptick a bit because right now, and, and the Twins, of course, made the second round of the playoffs. That was great, too. But, man, for a long time, there was just nothing to watch as far as sports were concerned, local sports. No, and Tom, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there's no franchise that has a longer draw for championships than the Vikings, <laughs> and no city with four of the four major teams has a longer draw for a championship than I know. Minnesota. It's unbelievable. It's incredible, the double whammy. <clears throat> they never win, Bob. They, Minnesota just never no. wins anymore. Well, okay, do you think some of it is ownership? Yes. Because I think that's the case, because the, the Twins, they just don't want to spend money. No, they've had, you know, they did. They certainly had it together in 87 and 91, but it was more just the young talent that matured together. Mm -hmm. And that worked out wonderfully for him. But the wild, I guess the wild owner, and you know, the guy, I mean, he has spent money. It just hasn't maybe spent it wisely enough. Yeah, I feel kind of sorry for him, though. You know, Craig Leopold, Craig Leopold. I feel sorry for him because, you know, Craig's worth, I think, like three billion dollars. That's tough. But his wife is that... worth $6 billion. Is she? <laughs> oh. what, what, what's her money from? I think she's a member of the one of the, high, high, the most wealthy families in America. What the hell? I can't remember who his wife is anymore. I AJ. Just, I was just talking. AJ. AJ, get off your ass and find out who Greg Leopold's wife is. L-E-I-P-O-L-D. Well, he knows that. Can't be another Estee Lauder grandson or something it's not that not but it's it's a very fa- it's a it's famous family thing is it uh it's helen johnson leopold so is she a part of the johnson like, and johnson johnson and johnson yep, family that's where it is which johnson the, the second one second. my one right here second. Second. Great question. Great <laughs> her, her net worth as as of 2023 is 4.6 billion dollars 4.6 billion and he's worth like two or three billion that's pretty good Wait, when anyway. he met her was he a pauper <laughs> and then he, you know, I don't miss his money. Craig, you're a good guy. You know, I've always liked you. There's a, I just ran into him at the uh, at the Wild Game a couple of weeks oh, he, ago. He is always. I mean, I haven't talked to him in, in a, quite a while since Great he stopped guy. being a cops, but he always was very nice, and he was. He seemed like a really good guy, and you you're confirming that now that he is. Oh, he's a great guy. And I think Ahmad Rashad was his brother-in-law because he was married to one of the Johnson and Johnson women too. What was that Sally Johnson? I think. I oh, think, I think, before he was married to uh, Felicia? No, I think it's one of the 17 in between. I, I'm not sure which one it is. Ahmad likes wealthy women. Let me put it that way. Yeah, it looks, well, yeah. Not it, an it does, idiot. It doesn't like, everybody, though? It looks like it, it's not sale. It can't be sale. It's, it's probably Sally. Sally. Yeah, yeah they were Sally, married yeah. until uh, 07 to 13. 07 to 13. He's been divorced from her for 10 years already? Yes. Wow. God. How many, how many, how many wives has Ahmad had? Ahmad, as Bud would call him. Yeah, Ahmad, yeah. Three. Three wives, really? Matilda Johnson for three years back in the 70s. Uh, Felicia Rashad, 85 Very pretty to woman. 01. And then uh, yeah. Sally Johnson, 07 to 13. God, really? That's amazing. Oh, Ahmad is a handsome devil. He hasn't changed. I mean, he hasn't. He's ageless. Yeah, he is ageless. He right. looks the same. I've, I've run into him a couple of times. A very, very pleasant guy. You know. You won't. Well, we talked about it. You're not going to find many former Vikings who aren't pleasant. There's a That's few. True. There's a few, but not many. But, yeah, but not uh, not at all. I mean, it's uh, he's, yeah, he's, 
Every I have talked to him. I don't know him on a personal level. Chuck thinks the world of him. Chuck Foreman. Chuck Foreman's one of my you favorite know. people in the world, Bob. What'd you bring him up yeah. for? Well, because he's on. Yeah, I'm on with him. I do a show with him every Thursday. The he's Jim a- Bob Sports Jamboree with Vikings legend he, Chuck Foreman. You don't ever want to have Chuck come on this show. We love he was on the first him. show. He was. Where oh, were you? Oh, that's right. You weren't here yet. I wasn't, I wasn't around. <laughs> you don't know the history oh, of the Tom that, Bernard show. Tom, you've attacked now AJ and I'm Kevin. I'm just going to let myself my out. Turn? Oh, I nice can't see shirt. it because you have that gauzy uh, overlay on it. Oh, yeah. That you can't see. What is that? She's got a filter. Yeah, she's see, got it was tape my turn. Over I would say Chuck Foreman is one of the nicest people I have ever met. And I'm not just saying that because I think the world of him. He is a great guy. He absolutely is. And because I've known him, I mean, I've done a show with him for five, six, seven years. And he's, he is. He's absolutely wonderful. And he loves, by the way, to drive. Like he goes to, if he goes to Miami to do where he went to school, he yeah, drove down yep. there because he was inducted into their uh, the Ring of Honor at Miami is a bigger deal than the Miami Hall of Fame. Yeah, it is. Because, yep. you know, there's, they can put a lot in the Hall of Fame. There's only so many they can put up on the Ring of Honor. He, he went in, though. Jimmy Johnson was one of the guys he went in with. Oh, yeah. Which is not too shabby. I will tell you, honestly, it's good to, for people to hear this because there are – Chuck Foreman was one of the greatest running backs I have ever seen in my entire life. Phenomenal running back. And he's a great guy. I think that's good for people to hear that, that you can be a supreme talent and a good person. Right. Yeah, and he and absolutely. And I also I have talked to him about this for years, and I've, I think I, I got to get Mike Bryant to either do it or, or recommend an attorney do it. No, ground floor, Chuck Foreman cloning rights. Oh, there you go. Imagine Chuck Foreman from the seventies playing today. <laughs> he would be unbelievable. He would be. You're right. AJ's like making this face. Hey, what? Ted Williams' head is floating in some kind of. Uh, uh, Cryonic a tuna fluid. can. It's a sitting on a tuna can. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. People get into this stuff. I guarantee you. I was drinking water. What do you mean? Devin was doing a... nothing. Tevin and I were making terrible faces. Yes. No, Karen was, was making just... a like, I don't believe no, this. AJ was, was literally drinking idea. water quietly, and he was just attacking. I didn't mention AJ. He's trying to mind his own business. AJ, look it up. Chuck Foreman for cloning rights. Oh, my God. Jan Jan Rosenthal or whatever it was. Jam Rosenthal. Yes, that's what it was. Jan She died not that long ago i believe who jam yeah sorry to hear it that's yeah. unfortunate anyway you know what the hell so what's coming up in sports this weekend anything good you want to talk about the gophers no no that's what i'm saying i'd love talking about the vikings that's great but we talked about them but there's nothing else to talk about is there? Oh, your timberwolves hey the timberwolves, timberwolves. are playing this uh uh, Tevin said they're playing uh, Wimbenyama. Yeah, the Timberwolves right now, they show the Timberwolves some respect because they are oh. one of the top. They're, what's that? They're four in a row. Yeah, four Five in a row. They're, they're starting to get some national steam. People are saying they might be the second best team in the West right now. Mm, might We're, be, yeah. It's early, Tom. We're having be. some success. This is just like when we all hopped on the Twins bandwagon for the playoffs. Let's get behind the wolves. Let's make some magic happen. Will it end in a fiery crash? Probably, but we're going to enjoy the ride (laughs) along the way. Kevin is so right about that because they will have this run and then they will just crash and slip below 500. And then they'll scramble to make the playoffs. The best best, uh, sign for the rest of the season was when we played the Boston Celtics last or this week and Cat decided he was going to be a healthy scratch and just be in foul trouble and only Mm -hmm. contribute seven points. And then Anthony Edwards said, you know what, everybody? Hop on my back. I'm going to carry us through overtime. 
and we're going to get this W. So regardless if Cap plays well or not, we have Anthony Edwards. Is he the next Michael Jordan? He might be. Mm-hmm. And oh, please. <laughs> I knew you'd like he that one, Bob. Please. <laughs> but no, Anthony Edwards is going to be great. We've got a superstar. Okay. It's our time to shine. I don't disagree that he could be a superstar, but the biggest key to this team is Cat realizing he's not a superstar. He is now a complementary player to Anthony Edwards, yeah. and when he accepts that, this team can soar. Yes. But he can't try to be the he can't try to be the equal. He's not. What you just said got brought back one of the greatest memories in the history of my radio career. That's what I'm here for. As a young woman named Rachel, who does, by the way, work at Hubbard now, but she was working at the Squirrel Q. Bite. Squirrel Bite. That's exactly right. You never met Rachel. You know Rachel. Squirrel Bite? We called it a squirrel bitter on the foot once, so we called her Squirrel Bite from that day on. <laughs> Brittany, you remember Squirrel Bite, don't you? Awesome. Yeah, of course. Well, she's still around. She still works at Hubbard. She's very, great. Very, she's wonderful. Good old SB. She says, Tom, I got to tell you this story because it was so embarrassing. I said, what? I said, it was a couple of years ago. I, was, I don't remember what, I think it was a basketball team, but I'm, mm-hmm. I don't. It was a basketball It was basketball, team. Bob. Good. Yep. High school. She said, she's put in the game for the first time on the team. They put her in the game. Everything's silent. All of a sudden, she hears her mother go. Now's your time to shine. <laughs> I think Tom. I think it's when she was at the free throw line. It's that free throw line. Uh, That's exactly. <laughs> that is awesome. And she oh. might have also yelled, "Be a star!" Be a star. Yes. <laughs> Rach, we love you. We'll always have no question. Squirrel bite. That was her name. Okay. You you got to have Chuck on again, but I don't know. Have you ever had? Have you had Rachel on since you started the Tom Bernard? No, we got to get her in. Absolutely. What? So what does she do over at the Hubbard now? Doesn't she work at Twin Cities Live? Right? Oh, is that where she works? Twin Cities Live. Yeah. Didn't you see her when you did your interview? Yeah, over yeah. There? I did see her that day. Yeah, but I didn't know she worked there. She's, she's uh, wonderful. Yeah, she's amazing. I tell you what, going out and having a cocktail with Rachel and Amy Kerr was unbelievable. Those two, God, they were fun. Couple of very nice people, unlike you, Pills. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew that was headed my way. It was good times. All right, Sandy, I thought it was a brilliant report. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm trying to give you a compliment well, here. I, okay, now, because I, everyone, I offended everyone, apparently. AJ, he's the best. Nobody can get to that Google quicker than him. Look at him. He's a superstar. So. Hey, Bob, by the way. Kevin. Bob, yeah. real quick. Jan yeah. Gangelhoff is that name you were looking for earlier. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I knew I, I just couldn't come up with it. Thank right. you. And AJ, Kevin, now's your time to shine. <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> Kevin is a star for everything that's happened since he joined the show. He doesn't know anything before. Oh, like that. No, oh. The show was dead to me before I Chuck was up. featured the first week of the show. He was, yeah. I'll go podcast it. And Brittany, who can, what can you say about Brittany? Don't get him out of here immediately. Also, she, can I, can I get one of those sweatshirts, Bob? She's the best. Yeah. I won't. I want one of the BS sweat shows with the rainbow. Yeah, I like that. That is a good one. When I have this was actually this was a one of a kind, but I'll I'll see what I can do about getting you a two of a kind. Who made <laughs> cool. it? We'll do that. How about that? I got you a hat. Who made this weather? But I'll get you a hat. Jesus, mm. trying to get in word in edgewise today is a bitch. Sorry, where no. where did you get the shirt? Uh, I went to a place that had it made. Oh, you did have it Ooh. made. Oh, I did have it made. Yeah, but I went. I went uh, I'm trying to remember where I had this. I think actually it was out in, in Delano. Oh, what an ego. Right. <coughs> hey, just promoting the show, the BS show, five days a week. BSshow.net. 
Spreaker.com. Spreaker. Find it there. All right, Sandy. Lovely right. and talented Bob Sansfield, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Brittany, bye. Bye, bye. bye. He's still looking up Jen Dengelhoff. That's <laughs> Bob. He's we'll at it you. again. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Tom and Bob sent you. That'd be good. Oh, is he gone? Yes. Good. I love Bob. Oh. I don't, don't want to say that when he's on, though. I had to mute my mic for most of that segment because I was laughing so hard. What about his craziness? Yeah, he kept just attacking random people. And then literally AJ was drinking water. (laughs) He goes, AJ, what's that face? I get it. You think whatever. And I was like, what is he? I was, I was, Tom, I like, if you watch the YouTube, I'm just laughing the whole time. I have my mic muted and I was laughing the whole time. Sandy. I love Sandy. Always have. He was hired and fired at KQ five times. Yeah. Five times. They found out he was Italian and got rid of him. You know. (laughs) The Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. And you can see them with me and Catherine in my suite. I got to say with Catherine and me. I got to flip it. I didn't print this out, but you know. To enter, just go to Tom Bernard app or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 8, 10, 9, 10, and 10, 10. Email us back by midnight at contest at TomBernardShow.com and you win... Uh, today's qualifier name for the uh, See the Eagles with me in my suite is Robert Simonson of a- uh, Maple Grove. Excuse me. Robert Simonson of Maple Grove. Robert Simonson, email us by midnight tonight. Contest at TomBernardShow.com. That's contests at TomBernardShow.com. Yesterday, Renee Turgeon of Richfield, email us back immediately. Thank you, Renee. And will join me in the uh, suite to see the Eagles at the XL on Saturday, November 18th. Robert Simonson, Maple Grove. Email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. We'll take a break. Be right back. More of this psychotic silliness right after this. What do you think? Hey, what was Jan's last name again? Gangle something? Gangleheimer? Gangleheimer. That's it. You all have helped me support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Oh, Tom here, and I just had a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. 
They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Our very special guest, Coach Campanelli, with us. A new season of Women of Wrestling airs Saturdays on The CW. Also available to stream for free on YouTube, Prime Video, Pluto TV. Hailing from San Francisco, Coach Campanelli excelled at every sport she attempted. By the way, I'm looking at your picture right now, Coach, and I'm probably bigger than you, but you're still scaring me with that stare you got. Well, that is part of my intimidation tactics. So. <laughs> you got your intimidation tactics. I like that. Even even for interviews, you got to put that on. So, how'd you get involved? And in, uh, did you start in one particular sport and just kept moving around sports till you you found the one you loved? Well, I love pretty much every sport. Sure. Um, I I couldn't say. I don't think I started with one sport. I think immediately my mom just kind of put me in a ton. And I think that's kind of what grew my love of sports and athleticism in general and kind of kept me from staying in one particular focus but being able to move about through several different ones. I also come from a long line of coaches. So most of my family are coaches, and that's definitely what helps me stay active and uh, master every sport that I pick up. That's what it says. Hailing from San Francisco, Coach Campanelli excelled at every sport she attempted. What do you think of that action? Exactly. I mean, it's true. Uh, I also, you know, because of that, it helps me give other people coach tips. So, well, I suppose it. (laughs) Did you just say you're welcome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, coach, you are a coach. There's no the coach is a coach. There's no question about that. So tell me about the new season of Women of Wrestling. Season 2 premiered back on September 16th. What's going on now? Yeah, so the season 2 of Wow Women of Wrestling is going to be even more action packed than the first than the last season, if you can believe it. Uh we have 
uh, it started airing in September, and we have some great episodes. Um, the next one coming out this weekend is going to be intense. Uh, along, there's a feud going on with the mother truckers right now, and that's going to be interesting. They are a wild tag team. And, the mother uh, truckers, okay. Yeah, the mother truckers. Uh, mother and daughter truckers, also wrestlers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love it. That works for me. You know, Coach, i got to tell you something. I, I, uh, from the time I was probably, I don't know, maybe 25 years old, something like that, I used to hang out with a lot of professional wrestlers in Minnesota. Minnesota's very well known for the AWA and all the rest. A lot of uh, wrestlers came from this area. Hawk and Animal were good friends of mine. And uh, I just to be around wrestlers is a different experience, Coach. You know that, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we even have um, Candy Crush. She's from St. Paul. Sure. Oh, ab- absolutely. I love Candy Crush, by the way. I've got to be very honest. But it's a different, it's a totally different life. One thing I can, I can say, and probably the same just looking at your picture with that look on your face, that whenever we'd go to a bar, no one would come near us because they were afraid they would piss somebody off. And you got that same look. as like, I'm not going near Coach Campanelli because I might piss her off and probably get my butt kicked. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I like to approach things from several uh, different mindsets. Mm -hmm. I would say I'm definitely strategic and technical over brute force. But that would be a tactic that I would pull out if I needed to. (laughs) It is one. Did you write this descriptor yourself? Because I love the last line in this descriptor. I'll read it right now. I'm hoping you wrote this. Since arriving at WOW, whether requested or not, Coach Campanelli has inserted her wisdom and coaching acumen. <laughs> whether they like it or not, you're going to tell them what to do. I like that. Yep. That is this something I do say. You know, some people don't like getting coach tips, but I can't help it. I'm a coach, and I'm just trying to help you get better. So if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Well, but that makes total sense to me. You've been around it. Uh, sounds like you're, you know, like your whole family and all the rest of it. I, why wouldn't you listen to somebody who's been in the game their whole life? That's what I'm saying. No, it's absolutely true. But I got to believe most, most people respond to that. They do follow your lead, don't they? You know, I think some people will roll their eyes up at the beginning, but then once they implement my coach tips and they see that they work, then they tend to follow after. But I do have a good following right now. I mean, I have my own team. So not only am I Coach Campanelli, one of the greatest athletes of all time, but I have my own team spirit. And they are a collection of other wrestlers and WOW Women of Wrestling that I... I trained myself, you know, maybe they already knew how to wrestle. Maybe they didn't, but I, you know, I trained them to where I feel like they need to be and continual training. Obviously, of course, we never stop learning, but I want to be able to trust them as an extension of myself. And currently I'm actually holding a global, uh, tryout for a new member of team spirit. Really? Now, how's that going for you? Yeah. It is a long, hard process to mm-hmm. find someone uh, at my, what I deem the appropriate level of skill and athleticism. But, you know, I'll never stop, and that's what I expect from my team. No question about it. By the way, I love the fact CW puts it on on Saturday nights because Saturday night, 6 o'clock in the state of Minnesota, you were watching television when the, the AWA hit it. Vern Gagne, very, very 
famous uh, wrestler, Greg Gagne. His son's a good friend of mine. But every Saturday night, Coach, I'm telling you, we used to get, sit down with a, maybe a 12-pack of beer, 6 o'clock at night, and we'd watch wrestling. And then, of course, by the time it was over, we had had a few. So then we started wrestling. What do you think? <laughs> that seems to be the natural progression for most. <laughs> it is, isn't it? You just, I saw yeah, it. it's so fun to watch. You just feel like you have to do it. It is such a great sport. There's no question. About it. Do you know who who decided? I mean, because there's there's wrestling. And by the way, uh, obviously, uh, like college wrestlers, very very talented people, no question. But how did wrestling get to the point? Professional wrestling get to the point where it's not only great athletes, but they're very entertaining great athletes. How did they achieve that? You know, I think it's a matter of. I think the great thing about wrestling and probably how it became what it is today is really just the involvement of the crowd because yeah. you know, yep. every sport that you watch has a level of entertainment, but wrestling, we really, we really love getting the encouragement from the crowd and hearing, you know, support for us or even just, laughing at them booing the other opponent, you know, your opponent. So I think what's great is the connection that the wrestlers have with the crowd and the audience. And wrestling fans are unlike any other, so. No, there's no question about it. Were you aware of Hawk and Animal, the professional wrestlers uh, out of Minnesota, very, very big name tag team wrestlers? Did you know them? It might have been a bit before your time, maybe. Uh, they're not coming to mind off the top of my head. One time we were down on a trip. I used to go, Hawk and I used to go on trips all the time to go, to go golfing or we, he'd do appearances and I had to be like, Orlando was one of those spots. One night we're all getting together at the hotel. We're having a cocktail or two, coach. I'll be honest with you. And he said, Tommy, I got to show you something. Cause they all talk like this anyway. They, every one of them talk like this, but he goes, Tommy, I got to show you something. I said, okay. He goes, I'm going to punch you in the face, and I'm going to knock you out, only you won't get knocked out. He literally wound up, punched me on the cheek. It sounded really loud, and it didn't hurt at all. How do they do that? Oh, okay. So now Road Warriors, of course. There you go. Absolutely. Yes. Um, You know, I think the great thing, something that, is really underrated about wrestlers is is not just uh it's not just brute force but it's also an incredible uh amount of strength and control and um you know technique that you can deliver the exact amount of of force and exertion that you want to so if you need to bring your opponent down to the mat you can and if you need to keep you know keep going at them to make sure that they'll stay down for that three count you can no question coach i know you got to go and it's been great talking but i'll close with this animal the other half of the road warriors and i used to lift weights a lot together and the, a guy comes up to me and goes, hey, Tommy, Tommy, do you know if Animal's coming in today? I said, yeah, he's going to be here in about 10 minutes. He goes, oh, God, I just benched 300 pounds for the first time ever, and I can't wait to tell him. I said, yeah, that's great. Just then, Animal walks through the front door, and the guy runs up, and he goes, Animal, Animal, I'm so excited. I just benched 300 pounds. There was a long pause. He goes, ooh. <laughs> 
the wind right out of his sail. <laughs> he just kind of did. I knew you'd love that one, Coach. Coach, you got to come back and all right, do you go on tour? You go, you you travel from city to city once in a while. Uh, not currently, uh, but we do have some live events in LA coming up in December, okay. the 11th and 14th. So if you ever want to come to LA, God, I would love to. We'll sit down and you could threaten me. It'd be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, my dear. Have a good day. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. Coach Campanelli, ladies and gentlemen, new season of Women of Wrestling. That was so much fun back in my 20s, 30s, you know, that whole era when I was hanging out with all those professional wrestlers, because first of all, there would be stupid bastards at bars. You'd go to a bar and a guy would come up and start a fight. Right. It's like, well, why would you start a fight with a guy who's 15 times bigger than you? Well, because people go, wrestling's not real. Oh. So oh, yeah. you can't really fight. <laughs> and then they find out the hard way. I'm here to tell you they can really fight. I'm just pointing it out to you. That's all I'm saying. I'm stuck on here. She was saying that uh, she's got her own spirit squad, her spirit team, and she's holding a global tryout. I think we should send Brittany out to California. Oh, Brittany. Professional heard. wrestler Brittany. Uh, that would be the meanest thing you guys can do. They throw their bodies and hurt themselves in a way I am they not do. ready for. That, you as soon as she said military. it and AJ's eyes lit up, I was like, don't you say <laughs> I was like, step in. Throw your hat in the ring. And she's like, no. Brittany, it's for the show. Just I, it's, We yeah, need content for, for YouTube, for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like if I like miss a step and I like hit my toe in a weird way. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I can't imagine being like, I'm going to throw my body off of this and land on someone. Okay, do this for me, just very quickly. Ready? Yeah. Saturday night at the St. Paul Auditorium. Saturday night at the St. Paul Auditorium. See Be you. there. See, yeah, you could do it. Brother. Listen, brother. Everybody was your brother. There's no doubt about it. And that's the Listen. bottom line. <laughs> Honestly, God, one time we're at the... When Manny's used to be over there on uh, Nicollet Avenue and like 13th before it <clears throat> moved further down. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I were having having dinner with Hawk of the Road Warriors, and they were arguing over whether Mike Tyson had raped that woman. Remember, she she accused him of oh, raping yep. her. And Catherine and Hawk are arguing uh, about did he do it? Did he not do it? And Catherine, Catherine didn't care one way or the other. Uh, she knew he didn't rape the woman or whatever, but she just kept challenging Hawk. Mm-hmm. And he go. Let me just tell you something that never happened. They're trying to set the guy up. It's unbelievable, Catherine. No, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sure it happened. There's no question about it. Uh, you know, it's typical of you guys. What do you mean, you guys? Well, you know, you're professional wrestlers, boxers, you know, whatever. You guys are all the same. Hawkshire goes, what? Reaches down, takes out this sock he carried with a bunch of coins in it. In case anybody messed with him, he oh. hit him with it. Hit himself over the head in the restaurant and the coins went everywhere. <laughs> he knocked his own Sonic coins out. <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole story is insane. Oh, Everything it was. about the story is unhinged. I can't imagine somebody <laughs> getting in my car and like also dragging along their sock. Oh, he always had it with him. Of co- but like, how wild always. is that? Like, where can I put this sock full of coins? I, I just I love it. It's like he leaves the house. He's like, all right, uh, wallet, keys. S- coin sock. <laughs> yeah. coin All sock right, sweet. Let's, you know, let's head on out. Right. 
God, that was the, so much. He fun. does like the lighter pat down. When yeah. He's, yeah. Like, oh, where's my coin sock again? Ah, I left it in my room. I'll tell you honestly, I do miss every, every. They're all dead now. Every one of them is dead now. Well, not Greg Gagne is still alive. Very few are still alive. Yeah. Well, they all died very young. The uh, wrestling community was a lot like the rock star community. Yeah, it where was. It's a lot of drug use, a lot of steroids for yep. wrestlers. It doesn't lead to long lives. You can't even argue that point because that's exactly what happened. It's it's really unfortunate that that is the, the case, but seriously, to, to go lifting weights with those guys, because you'd get there and you'd be doing your curls, and then they'd come on and put about an extra 200 pounds on and do it. Yeah, they, like, whoa. they do the oh, you're done maxing out? Alright, cool, I'm going to start warming up now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lift the house. God, that was fun. The gym out in Plymouth, it's no longer there. But uh, as a matter of fact, when uh, Animal died, I talked to the uh, former owner, just a great guy. We had such a, it was so much fun. But when you walked into a bar with about four or five of those guys, it did draw attention. I will tell you that. Yep. The, a lot of people, I assume, look at them as the trophy, especially smaller people. Oh, you think you're big? I'll come oh, show you how big you think you are. And there, then it doesn't yep. end. Yeah, it doesn't end well. Every time somebody would try to start a little tussle and basically, and then eventually they asked me to, to be kind of like the arbiter of the whole deal. So I, I'm not going to go over there and talk to him, Tommy. You go talk to him and tell him I'll kill him. <laughs> I say, okay, I'll go and tell him you'll kill him. Now, it was just a different world. It was, God, it was fun. That was one part of this job, because I met those guys through the KQ Morning Show when it first started. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun to just go hang out with those guys. It didn't always end well, though, because there were always some guy, guy had one too many, and he's going to take on one of the road warriors. And like, oh, God, sir, this is not a good idea. No. And you get the people that are on the other side where they're, I know I'm going to lose this fight, but how cool would it be to say that I got <laughs> exactly. knocked out in a bar fight by the Road Warriors? She was great. Coach Campanelli. i got to have her back. She was uh, – did you see her picture? Yep. Look at that. She's got this picture like, I'll kick your ass. I'm just here Yeah, to she doesn't look you. like she's going to say anything nice to you. No, she does not. I mean, that's, she's got a rather stern look on her yes. face, I guess is the best way to put it. But, man, I'm loving the the, the – the interviews this week have been terrific. I mean, you started Sherry Shepard. She was unbelievable. Oh, Sherry's the best. Honest to God. Yesterday, when he started... Uh, Spencer Haywood? Spencer Haywood started doing his impressions. Oh, he 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 doing Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was, I just love those kind of interviews. I just get into them. I love interviewing people anyway. Always have. Even when I was a little kid, I used to talk to people like an interview. Mm-hmm. I just love that whole deal. You find a lot more doing that kind of stuff. Okay, we brought this up, or I brought it up to everybody, I guess, God, maybe a couple hours ago. Um, Kmart has pulled their Mary Hammus. Do you know what a Mary Hammus is? I'm not sure I know what you're saying right now. What's Instead a Mary, of Mary Christmas, it's a ham for Christmas, so they call it Mary oh, Hammus. Okay, okay. But oh. I think there's a chance and, that Tevin had it right. Hamas. <clears throat> yeah, and it's... Ham, oh. space, moss. Yeah. And it looks like it's an Australian store because I was... Oh, it's Australian? It. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it was an Australian store, pulls a Christmas bag. Let's see. That's got to be it. It's what it is. Look at the big brain on Tevin. Guys, you know, I'm just here to educate the, the people. Boy, we're, um, in, we're in luck then. Yeah, well, there's one. There's Yeah, <laughs> you get one a week. I'm good for one a week. Um, but yeah, it looks like it was a Christmas bag. 
Yep. That, yes, yeah, Mary Hammis on it. They pulled it after a lot of criticism from a Jewish group. It was a drawstring bag used in the store, oh, to store a Christmas ham in the refrigerator. There you go. And by the way, they politely suggested they nix them. Did you see that? They didn't yell. They politely suggested, the Jewish yeah. group suggested they pull the Hamas bags. Yeah, and I wonder if they used this in the past or if it was just something they did this week. I don't know. It says the group year. admitted they didn't think it was intentional, but even that it's uh, potentially funny. But they also said it's, quote, not really a good look. I do think, honestly, that people are getting a little too sensitive. Hamas yeah. and Hamas. I mean, I, what are you going to do? I think it's insanely silly. Like, they're yeah. going, well, that could be. At the same time... Who's buying a ham bag? Like, like how many people are affected by you, this? I, I don't even know what that is. Right. It, all it is is the bag that you put your ham, which is already in a bag, into. Yeah. yeah, like I would never go, if I'm defrosting a ham or whatever I'm doing with the ham, I would never be like, where is the specific bag for the ham, Justin? Yeah. Like, You're just frantically people. going through drawers, like throwing stuff. I can't find the ham bag. Hey, call Gelfan right now and ask him. If it's okay, if I say to Brittany today, I can't really see. Are you wearing a ring or anything today? No, I'm not. Oh, you're not wearing anything. Two days well, in a row. Well, you got a watch on. I have a watch on. Is that considered Jew woolry? Oh, no. See? Oh, can't have any of that. Jew woolry. Well, it's got to stop. I, I was scrolling through the Babylon Bee. Oh, no. And I love the Babylon Bee. It was saying, like, one of the headlines was, Harvard installs Jew detectors outside their <laughs> oh, campus. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Harvard, uh, is Harvard uh, one of those colleges that gets tons of money from uh, the Middle East? Because billions of dollars are being, uh, and have been for a long time, being donated to colleges in America. And look at the effect it's having. Because as we, or at least I say, and I think you guys agree most of the time, it's Always about money. Always. Every damn war in history has been about money. Yeah. Uh, it's just disgusting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gross. Uh, it's gross. It is gross. gross. You're absolutely right. All right, I got to change my ham moss. Hamas? Is that what it says? A ham bag. First of all, I, I have to agree with Brittany. What the hell is a ham bag? I never even heard of it. I it's feel like literally- if you're having ham for thanksgiving too you're asking for trouble you know yeah. i thought it was a turkey yeah. well no this is this would have been for, for christmas. christmas oh, oh yeah it's, okay. yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, christmas it's ham got christmas the moss from christmas why are these already that would out be on a the shelves so aj confused. don't be right. ridiculous ham's a giving yeah well aj i'll be honest with you uh christmas started very early this year there's no doubt about that oh yeah if you go into target right now they're blasting christmas oh, yeah. music oh yeah can i yeah, can yeah. I, can I be hypocritical? Not hypocritical. Can I, can I share? Can I share? Controversial? Just my, yes. Hypercritical. I, I'm really sick of the Mariah Carey song. Which one is that? The one that starts on August 3rd every year. Can you mute your own mic? Thank you. I'm not going to stand for this slander of Christmas. No, yes, no, <laughs> no, that is insane. No. We, can we vote what? AJ out? Is no. that acceptable in this and I'm show? Not, I'm, I'm with you, Tevin. I'm sick of it in the sense where it's like, it, she put a, she has a whole thing. It's like she sits on it every year, and then as yeah. soon as Halloween is done, it's like, hey, it's my time to make. No, 
we have more holidays than just that. No, like she, we, we got to get past Thanksgiving, no. and then that's your time. Then it's your time. But I don't want to see it. You're right. I'll say I'll agree with you on that. I'm, I'm if you wait till after Thanksgiving. How about to even play the week it, of? That's fine. The week of well, is fine. No, no. Well, what? we're gonna First need to break out all I want for Christmas earlier than right. that. But no. I will say she did cross a line. Was it last year or two years ago where she tried to trademark Queen of Christmas? Um, oh, God. And I thought to myself, all those grandmas that probably have, like, sweaters made that say, like, Queen of Christmas then are like, oh, can I still wear this for trademark reasons? Like, you can't be the Queen of Christmas. No. I'm sorry. No, no, no. She can, but she you don't get to trademark that. Like, you can yeah, call yourself that if you want. Yeah. But, yeah, every year after Thanksgiving. Then it's fine. Or even after Halloween, if you want to say, Mariah Carey rises like a phoenix out of the ashes to sing. The beloved Christmas is you. I'm looking forward to when she's like 80 and still performing that, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> and then, and then I'm such a hater. We're going to. I'm going to start a dialogue. I'm going to start a dialogue. You're on your own. You're on an island. Yeah. Sir. Like, and just she, wait. That's all it is. Just her, wait until after Thanksgiving, and then you're fine. And her voice is already. I mean, she's getting up there in age a little bit, and oh, it's not well. the same as it once was. But I don't care. That's why we got Spotify and recorded songs. We can listen to them like they're brand new. I will listen to that song approximately a thousand times between now and Christmas Day. Did you not work in retail? Uh, I did, but not heavily. And that doesn't oh. matter. I could have heard, I would have loved that. AJ, oh. we might have a solution for you. So yeah, lay it on me. Barry Manilow just did a recording of it, of a cover of it, and he put that out this year, and it is rising through the charts because people really like it. Now, vocals can't compare them. No. But it's kind of got, it's got something. It's got its own little something. I think we need to listen to it at some point. Yeah. And if you're going to go anti-Christmas song, the obvious choice is the Christmas shoes one. Oh, God. Oh, God. That one can go. No, you know know what? Brittany, you're going to love this. Back when I was in high school and I was working at this hockey shop, we would work on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd be open the first half of the day or whatever. For, like, three years in a row, we would play Taylor Swift's rendition of, oh, God, all I want for, no, it's not all, some Taylor Swift Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That song on repeat the entire day. Oh, you'd go crazy. We, we did the math. It was like 80-something times oh, throughout the day God. from open to close. But That's it would, too much. Like, we would tune it out, but then it was a sense like you could see the people, like, realizing they're in there shopping for sticks <laughs> or getting their skates sharpened. And it's like, is this the same song for the sixth time in a row? What is happening? All I know is. You gotta go. Christmas, Christmas without you. I love Blue Christmas. That's a great song. You like Blue Christmas? Yeah, you can keep it. Oh, for Christ's sake! (laughs) Taylor Swift and Elvis. No, I'm Tom. I like Blue Christmas. Also. If you do work retail, there is a certain kind of hell after Thanksgiving. Oh, God, yes. listen to, like, Michael Buble on repeat of all of his, like, Christmas yeah. covers. And then, like, Santa Baby, you kind of realize how dirty it is when you're, like, trying to casually sell someone shoes. And it's like, you're like, I'm so sorry. This is that Eartha Kitt? Yeah. I think it is Eartha good. Last Christmas. The Chipmunk. Oh, La- last, last Christmas. That, that was the Taylor Swift version. Yeah. Well, is last or not last Christmas? That's a great song, regardless if it's Taylor's version or not. Um, the what's the song that the Minnesota couple did the PC version of? Like, oh six yeah. years ago. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Where it's uh, 
where it's too cold to go. go. Yeah, I that's really must stay. So I was Maybe working. Maybe it's cold outside. cold outside. I was working at a restaurant, and that song had just come out, and I was sedaning at the host stand, venting about how stupid it was to make a PC version oh, of this no. song. And I'm like, and, and they're I was in the go- store. I was just going off the deep end, like, these are the worst people ever, like, just mind your business, like, leave the Christmas song alone type of thing. And it wasn't the people that wrote the song, but it was, like, their niece or their cousin or something like that was one of my my employees that I was, like, saying this to. And they're like, that's, like, my uncle, and I was there when they recorded the song, and I was like, well, I'm just going to go uh, apply on Indeed for other jobs now. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. But I stand by what I said. Hey, you guys want to go work for Sirius XM? Sure. No. Then call me like three times a day for Christ. Kind of poach us. Here's their number. You can call them right now. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There are many, many great Christmas songs that I love. There's no question about it. Yeah. And they all sound equally terrible outside of the Christmas season. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, after I Christmas is over, that. I don't want to hear them anymore. But mm-hmm. during Christmas. Not even New Year's? Can't even go that far? No, I'm not. I'll leave my Christmas decorations up until I get enough emotional and physical (laughs) drive to tear them down. But after Christmas, I'm like, eh, we can keep it pushing. When Christmas is near, you got to love that one. Little boys and little girls. Uh, I'm not sure I know that one. Oh, it's so good. I didn't know the name of it till you sang it, but yeah. Oh, it's so fun. You got you to play a little bit of it. It's so incredibly beautiful. It's Brooks Benton, isn't it? Brooke Benton, I mean. What's it called? Uh, this Christmas, I think it is. I think it's called, or this time, When Christmas is Near. It's, I, I can't remember the name, oh. but it's Brooke Benton that sang it. Little boys yeah. and little girls. And it's really, Christmas music is just the same 15 songs sung by a million different artists. <laughs> That's pretty much really, true, Really, when you boil yes. it all down. Having any luck? This uh, time of year, here, when Christmas is oh, This time of year. Yeah, I know that song. Oh, God, yeah. it's a great... He kills that song, man. Here we go. Nope, sorry, we got a... Different one? You, YouTube's trying to pay the bills here. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> YouTube's <laughs> trying to pay the bills. Damn ads. You want to run the ads first while you're looking for it? Oh. Is this the one? I believe so. Yep, this is it. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Little girls. Beautiful. And little boys. I'm not sure I've ever heard this. Dream a world full of toys. This time of the year. This time of the year. I didn't know I recorded this. Uh, it's, that's getting me thinking. We should almost get a Tom Bernard like Christmas <laughs> get the Christmas CD. album. Christmas album. Okay, oh my God. you guys, we might I, we might have to pull up the Barry Manilow one because I think that Tom could do the All I Want for Christmas Barry Manilow better than Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But Brooke Benton killed that. So we can, do we have the rights to play the whole song or do Probably you have not. to pay for no, it? No, absolutely not. Can you believe that you have to, I'm trying to promote their song and I got to pay for it. And I just decided this right now, but for leading up to Christmas with when we have shows, I'm wearing a onesie. I've Christmas onesies that like light up, reindeer. You got to do it. I'm wearing them all all week. That's, okay, one last cuz we got to go to break here cuz Tim Lambert's coming up. But could you do me a favor? Would you play just the last 20 seconds of the song? Because that man hits a note that about three people can hit. It is unbelievable. 
Yeah, give me one second. Just the very that. ending of the song is is amazing. It, it's just incredibly, incredibly good. <clears throat> Oh, that's it's when he's still singing, though. It's just, it's just before that. Yeah, baby. Okay, try to hit that note. No, swing and a miss. That wasn't bad, that's actually. Not, not the worst thing you've ever heard. That's cheating. You're way too high. You got to get down here like this. Brooks Benton. Brooks Benton. I keep calling him Brooks. Because of Brooks Robinson just died. I was going to say Brooks and Dunn. Well, how long? Brooks Robinson did die, didn't he? Yeah, like maybe a month or two ago. Damn it. I loved him. The Cone. Greatest third baseman ever. Of all time. You're absolutely right. We, oh, I'm way behind here because we've got Tim Lammers coming up in just a couple seconds. Uh, we shall be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. Our crew, because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 